Well, my friends, welcome to another Blues in the Blood podcast. Well, the gear is in tune, the mics are hot, and the crowd's getting restless. The music is just about ready to start, so get a refill on your favorite drink, grab a seat, and get ready to get some Blues in the Blood. I went down to the drive board, hey, no, I should go. Yeah, I should go, Sergeant's hand. No, I want you all to understand. I went down to the drive board, hey, now I should go. Yeah, I should go, Sergeant's. Put his arm around my shoulder, said, You're gonna be an army man. Come on, know this is morning. Hey, now the mailman. Now the mailman gave to me. Yeah, you know you got to come on down and see. Come on, Doc, you know this is morning. Hey, now the mailman. Yeah, the mailman gave to me. They're gonna put me in the fighting infantry. Said Fort Dix, New Jersey, I guess that's where I'll be. Now I love this here country and I love this land I'm in. But if my life gets took while I'm fighting, won't you please notify my next of kin? Now I love this land I'm in. And if my life gets took while I'm fighting, won't you please notify my next of automatic weapons fire Now my brothers are fighting Hey, dirty go down Dirty go down, VN Oh yeah, with his RPG in his hand Gonna do a job upon you, man But he don't understand why they ain't never done him or me You know wrong Stop me from getting all my freedom burned. 
Ratchet Motor was the sweetest song I ever heard. show this is show number 27 for the last part of april 2007 hey this is dave harrison once again coming at you from that little studio in the star city virginia uh, got a little bit of a different uh show this week um i had a show put together and uh wanted to include some some of our normal stuff and also an interview that i had with watermelon slim um, as a result of that i'd started mixing them up and i realized you know some i've heard back from some people and they really like the show when we when we have very little uh talking and just lots of music well it's it's difficult with an interview to to kind of mix that up so i decided to do a couple different things uh, i'm going to be coming up with um this show which is totally devoted to watermelon slim um i'll also be recording real soon and make available the show number 28 and that'll be the um show that i originally intended to do uh, with a lot of the different tunes and very little talking. So uh, bear with me, my friends. It's been kind of tough uh, putting the show together, um, as you know uh, or may not know. Um, I'm a Virginia Tech Hokie, and, and things have kind of slowed down, and my world stopped a few uh, weeks ago. Um, it's been a little tough um, picking up pieces, and uh, I hope you'll bear with me as we go through this. Um, I want to give you a little bit of a back. Uh, a, kind of a little bit of a background on on the interview itself um watermelon slim was in the star city area on april 22nd and i had an opportunity to interview him he was very kind and very gracious to uh, to let me do so um I, I visited slim at his hotel it was about 45 minutes before he was supposed to go on stage at a new club in town uh, called the 202 market and I wanted to let you know um, about that because he does mention the show, or he actually mentions the venue in the interview. Uh, the weather was absolutely beautiful, and we were in his hotel, and he had his hotel door open. So you'll hear trucks, you'll hear uh, cars, you'll hear birds go by. Uh, you'll finally hear Michael Newberry, the drummer, come into the uh, t- come into the hotel room right when it, uh, Slim's doing a, a, 
uh, holler for me. Um, but anyway, it's a great uh, interview, and I'm hoping that you'll it'll give you a chance to learn a little bit about uh, the internal workings of one of the greatest bluesmen touring today. He's quite a character, and uh, I'll also inject a few tunes uh, off and on from his brand new CD, The Wheelman. Uh, that's a northern blues music CD. Um, you've already heard uh, Draftboard Blues. That's from uh, Mary Airbrakes, his 1993 release. That's not on The Wheelman, but... I'll also include songs like a Newspaper Reporter, I've Got News, uh, Truck Driving Mama, and Drinking and Driving. So um, here we go. I'll set it up, and uh, here's the interview. Now, the quality, once again, is, is not the best in the world, but instead of spending days to try to um, edit and, and recreate this thing, I thought I'd just go ahead and put it in there and see how it goes. So enjoy, my friends, and uh, I'll be back with you at the end of the show. Welcome to another Blues in the Blood show, my friends. I'm honored to have with me today someone who's very uh, has a very unusual career path that's involved being a soldier, a teacher, a farmer, a trucker, forklift operator, sawmiller, firewood salesman, collection agent, and even officiated funerals. Well, thank goodness this blues man has at least at this time in life settled for pumping out the blues. With us today is the one and only Watermelon Slim. Slim, welcome to the Blues in the Blood show. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I... Uh, uh, this is my first time ever being in Roanoke, and I want to say before anything else happens, I know you all uh, just experienced a tragedy up here. Uh, I'm not sure it couldn't have been avoided by certain things, but uh, or at least at least ameliorated. Uh, and uh, I agree with you all. Thanks, Slim. Uh, if you would tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from and how you got into the blues. Well, I grew up in Asheville, North Carolina, not too far down the road. Uh, I uh, started playing harmonica in 1959 uh, in Asheville, and I, uh, I'm 58 years old in three days, so I've been doing that. I've been doing that uh, about 48 years or so. I've been singing all my life. I did my first big gig as a boy soprano soloist <laughs> at nine years old, um, and that kind of teased me. And I've I've met this and that other great blues man that I've got to sit in with over the over the years, blues man and blues woman. I include Bonnie Ray. How'd you come up with the name Watermelon Slim? I started farming watermelons when I first moved to Oklahoma in 1980. Uh, 1980 was my—I actually bought my property down there in '79. After I left Boston to get rid of certain criminal associations that I had, uh, I was a criminal during the 1970s. So that was my main uh, living that I made. I was a grunt laborer and a political activist and a. Uh, forklift operators, you say, uh, firewood salesmen. I did a bunch of stuff, but what I made most of my living at was crime, and it was time to get out before I did a stretch and before I owed really bad guys any favors that I couldn't pay. Mm -hmm. And so I moved to Oklahoma, and I started quite naively farming on a small scale. And one day at 105 degrees in the shade in the middle of July, I was out in the middle of my watermelon field that I had grown by, by the sweat of my own brow, a great accomplishment. Uh, 
mm-hmm. I thought at the time, mm-hmm. but 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 very giddily uh, when when I when I look at Rio Parman, and uh, I had a D harmonica in one hand, which I always carry. I always carried a harp around in my overalls, and a big piece of red watermelon in the other hand, which I was <laughs> eating up my profits. <laughs> and uh, and I looked at the watermelon, and I looked at the harmonica, and suddenly it hit me like Paul on the Damascus Road. I had me a blues name. I said uh, I said to myself, all this taking taking only seconds. Uh, oh, there's no uh, there might be a lot of slims in the blues, but there's no watermelon slim. Mm-hmm. And uh, from then on, I've been watermelon slim, and that's 27 years. Wow, wow. Now was that watermelon slim back in Mary Air Breaks? No, that no, I was, I was still, and am still, Bill Homans. Right. That's like Homans uh, is spelled like the Book of Romans, except with an H. Right. Okay. Come on. All right. Um, Slim, you've got a brand new CD out now called The Wheelman. That I do. That's available. And that was the uh, that I just told you about my life in crime. The title song of the Wheelman, which was recorded with Magic Slim, Absolutely. Uh, is the story of how I was in crime and jumped out of it and what I took with me when I went. Yeah, one thing, and I'm jumping ahead to a couple of comments, Fred Lit- Litman, who listened to you and sat in on your recording, That's right, he, did. he said some great things about you. I mentioned in my in the last podcast, and those listeners probably remember, that Fred mentioned that the most powerful thing about your new CD is you're writing them and the, the way that, that you know the power of the tunes that you put in there that it's you know it's honest it's to the heart and it's plain and, and simple watermelon slim and I think that he says you're one of the most authentic blues men that are out there today and I don't imitate anybody uh, I'm not I'm not good enough to imitate anybody uh, it, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't dream of trying to to do what buddy guy does or uh, uh, or I, 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 I cer- certainly none of the guitar players. I'll never, I'll never, I'll never baffle anybody with uh, guitar playing flash. Uh, I'm, I, I'm probably an above average harp player. But uh, now this is this is your second Northern Blues CD, and I guess yeah, your fourth is. album in five years. Fifth album in uh, the century. So uh, now how do you keep your creative juices flowing? I mean, that's a lot in a short amount of time. I've got, I, I've got. 30 or 40 songs that, uh, that are written right now that haven't even been recorded. Oh, good. So we've got uh, lots, lots. Oh, of if, if I if I am if I'm going to stay in this business, uh, I see a lot of people that that are writing songs that uh, they've got one line repeated ad infinitum, and uh, I, I'm a writer. I'm a trained writer. Uh, besides being being somebody that likes to write, I'm a I'm a trained writer. Mm-hmm. I I am without putting too much to it a master of the English language. I've I've got a master's degree to prove it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and and so the writing isn't difficult. The mu- keeping keeping the music each song not sounding like each other song. Is a little bit tougher, mm-hmm. but especially since I'm in what's basically basically a conservative form of music. The blues is Absolutely. conservative, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I, you know, I work real hard at just trying to make sure no song is about anything else. This is not just 
you know, oh, my baby left me, but I got a bottle of whiskey in my pocket and I feel all right. <laughs> no, that, you know, my baby left me. People, people have been hearing my baby left me for a long time. And I've, I write about some other stuff, that's yeah. all. I just, I bury it. I'll, I'll still sing about women. Uh, but, uh, but, 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 but there's, there's been a lot said about women in the blues, you know, yep. they've got the lion's share of attention. Yep. And, uh, so I, uh, I let people do most of the, of the heavy lifting about women and I write about some other stuff. It's great too. And I, I do have to vouch that I've listened to this. I've just about wore this thing out. And it, it is one of those that truly in the wheelman about every song. I've even got a song about you on there. Uh-oh. Uh, and it's called The Newspaper Reporter. <laughs> That's right. The boys have once had a job as a newspaper reporter. They wouldn't let me drink beer on the job. They told me I had to drink water. But I'm a blues man. And I don't tolerate no pain. Like the man at the newspaper says, that old boy has still got what it takes. Now I knew right from the start, I might not make enough to live, but I keep on playing my part. I'll give you all I got to give Cause I'm a blues man And I don't tolerate no fate Like the man behind the editor's desk says that old boy has still got what it takes I don't need no glitter on my face Nor no six-inch platform shoes Cause what we're gonna lay down for you tonight I'm a blues man And I don't like playing my music all alone If you don't like the blues the way we play them Why don't you get your coat And drive on home
problem no more. I ain't nobody's right and hired gun. But you're gonna see the blues on the paper when I get my writing done. Cause I'm a blues man. And I don't tolerate no fate. Like the man at the newspaper says. That old boy has still got what it takes What it takes. That's right. I have been a newspaper reporter. But they wouldn't let you drink beer. That's oh, it is. Well, that. Not just that, they, uh, uh, the editor was a dried-out, 30-some-year dried-out alcoholic ex-Marine wow. who was one of the nastiest fellows that I ever met, hmm. and, uh, and he destroyed somebody's career before my eyes, wow. a very respected member of the community, and, and I, uh, I got out of that gig. Mm -hmm. I, 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 would, I will never be a daily newspaper reporter again. We want to break off and do a cut off of that, your new CD. And um, here's Watermelon Slim and the Workers off of their brand new CD titled The Wheelman with I've Got News. You told me a long time ago how it was going to be. You said I'd be lucky if you were loving me. I got news for you. I got news for you. I got
musical influences, I guess, as you were growing up. Are we still on my musical influences? John, John Lee Hooker to start with. Okay. Uh, uh, in, in Asheville, North Carolina, you know, that's a uh, that's one of the centers of the Grand Ole Opry. So of course I was hearing country music all the time. I I got I got to hear uh, Lester Platt and Earl Scruggs in their prime. I got to uh, hear Bill Monroe and and all the bluegrass live at the time. Uh, I, uh, I I was listening on the radio W uh, I S E thirteen ten. Uh, A.M. out of Asheville uh, was a very, for its time, very progressive rock and roll kind of station, doo-wop and everything like that. I grew up with the, with the same musical influences of any kid that uh, that grew up in Western North Carolina. Uh, I, I I was early on going to church, so of course I had the church influence uh, all the way through my childhood and and teenagehood. I'm. I'm not much of a churchgoer now, but, but I have I have all that sacred music in my head from several different denominations, and uh, I have uh, over the years I've been I've been influenced by everybody from Mississippi Fred McDowell to James Cotton and Junior Wells to. Uh, Robert Cray has been uh, a certain influence on me as a songwriter, not as a player, but uh, Robert Cray is one of the most significant songwriters of the last 20, 25 years. Exactly. Um, and Bonnie Raitt has been, has been uh, was an influence early on, I guess, but, okay. uh, but even more through, you know, she was an influence because Fred McDowell was an influence on both of us. And at this point, as a kind of a senior man in the business, uh, well, I, I got to mention uh, Big Walter Horton and uh, 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 Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf and Slim Harpo and Jimmy Reed. You know all the masters. Mm -hmm. uh, at, at this point, as one of the old guys, now I'm influencing people. People look. People are saying, "Oh, I learned from Watermelon Slim," and I teach lessons. I've got, I've got a, a lawyer uh, who you, who was my greatest student up in. Uh, he was in. De he's in Denver now, and he is a far greater harp player than I'll ever be. Hmm. Uh, he he's even gone to the uh, the the great contemporary harp player Jason Reesey and learned what Jason could teach him. And he came back and met me at a gig I was playing in uh, in Colorado and showed me what Jason had taught him. And I can't do it. I couldn't do it, and I can't do it now. I, I, I threw my hat uh, because because he's taken what, taken what little I taught him and gone way, 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 way beyond. But truly, that's what the blues is all about. I mean, it, it really is learning from the, the folks from the past, making it your own. Well, you got to make it your own, though. So, so some people learn from folks in the past, mm -hmm. but they don't always make it their own. That's a good point. And I think that that shows the strength of your music too. That's you're now in town, and we've got a brand new venue here called the 202 Market. And uh, it's so spectacular. It's like the Louvre. <laughs> I went to I went to the Louvre in 1983 in France. I went. Uh, I did quite a bit of traveling in France mm -hmm. and Spain, some places in 1983. I was on my first honeymoon with my first wife. And we went in the Louvre, 
and went through that about three or four hours at a time. And I had to come out and sit on those 14th century steps, stone steps, mm -hmm. and just put my hands over my eyes because it was sensory overload. Mm -hmm. The 202 market is absolutely spectacular. They, uh, they, they say they put millions into it. I believe they have. And that's twice as good as make. I mean, that's like uh, like a new high school gymnasium. <laughs> except it's twice as good as that because they didn't have to fire any teachers to there get it go. done. There you go. Exactly. Now, one thing about that, that I was curious about is that new venue is really kind of an intimate atmosphere, and it holds about a hundred and some people, just under two hundred, I believe. Do you prefer to play to larger festivals uh, or smaller venues? I, just, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm an old truck driver. I'm just, uh, I'm, I just, I'm pleased to be playing anywhere that isn't just the back of, the back of a trailer loading off, while, while loading off 40,000 pounds of dry goods. <laughs> okay. Or a sawmill, you know, like right on this record here, you'll hear something called a sawmill holler. I, and that's music that I used to, that's just, just stuff I used to sing mm -hmm. while I was, uh, working on the sawmill. So, what, what can people expect to, uh, when they come to a watermelon slim, uh, watermelon slim in the workers' show? What can people expect? Mm -hmm. Expect it to be unpredictable. Uh, <laughs> they, they, I, I have the best band I've ever had is, uh, you know, my own band. They're their own men, but uh, my the, the workers are my own band. That's uh, Michael Newberry on the drums. Cliff Belcher on the bass guitar and Ronnie Mac McMullen on the uh, uh, lead guitar and all the other kinds of guitars I can't play because I ain't good enough to uh, and because I'm left-handed and backwards. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a, a proper right-handed guitar player. <laughs> and, uh, and these are the best musicians that I've had to be playing with and that includes the group which also included uh, the late Sunflower of Kansas, Henry Bastine, back in the 80s. I guess I was kind of curious with your schedule. Um, I was trying to and trying to work out a time for an it's interview. A bit, isn't it, uh, uh, I'm telling you, it, you were in Sedalia, and then in Omaha, then you had um, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. You had a little bit of a break, and Atlanta, Asheville, Greenville. Now you're in Roanoke, and you've got Nashville coming up. Yeah, and then I get to go. To, then, then I, this old boy's going to take me off, and I get to go do some uh, uh, a day of smallmouth fishing. Okay, good. That's good. Where's that going to be? Any, any? Uh, East Tennessee. Okay, that should be great. Yeah, that's that's everybody needs some fishing. I tell you that. Well, that's, that's what I soul. think. Well, I have I haven't been fishing this year yet. Now, I was kind of curious with the little gaps in here. I noticed some of them were like Sundays through a Wednesday. Is that for your bowling league? Or your no, well, I, I'd like it to be, but this year I'm not. This year I'm working so hard that I'm not even going to be able to join a league. What's your What's your average? Kind of? uh, I was averaging 191 when I had my hand broken last year. Okay. I'm just a I'm just a little fish. I'm a, I'm a good hobbyist. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. I, of fun. I have held the 200 average, but that was 20 years ago. You talk about my schedule. I'll tell you, I'm, uh, it's it it's getting harder, and, and although I'm recovered from this hand injury, um, I'm currently undergoing implant surgery, and uh, I've got two places that are pretty raw inside my mouth, so I'm 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 going to be in oral pain for a year or more at this wow. point because because of the you know the implant surgery process. Is a 
is quite a, a long, drawn-out thing, so I've still got to get holes bored in my mandible and uh, posts implanted, there's some periodontal stuff. i got to lose all these ten teeth that are left in my bottom. Hmm. Uh, I've got a lot of pain to go through. But you mentioned that's the blues. Right. You know, I, people, I, I look at what's going on with folks in Iraq, and this is diddly. This is nothing. I thank God to be able to undergo this pain. And by the way, I, I promised all along from this when I first started, one of the first th comments I was going to make to you, Bill, was to thank you as a Vietnam veteran for your service. I'm a veteran myself and didn't serve during that time, but I just want to know what... My know. service was unremarkable. I, I, I enlisted and volunteered for Vietnam duty, but my service was utterly unremarkable. And I, uh, I frankly went for a couple of decades wondering why... I had come back unscathed. I've never claimed the least bit and never will claim the least bit of disability from that business. But I came back unscathed and people who, whose shoes I wasn't fit to tie mm -hmm. bought it. So I was, uh, until I got to the wall, I, I was very conflicted with myself. I, I never did try to commit suicide, but I thought about it a few times because I didn't deserve to live when some of those folks didn't get to live. Absolutely. But I went to the wall and 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 began to resolve the fact that, well, my little part of it, you know, was it was Vietnam wasn't my fault. But you did what you had to do and I did I did what I basically was told to do. And I didn't even do it very well, but but I did it. Okay. Um, you know, we're Slim, we're about the same age, and I, I know we're. I think I'm ten years or more older than you are. <laughs> I'm sure I am. Fifty-two. Well, I'm fifty-eight okay. uh, in five days, okay. so three days. And I wrote that down too because I want to make sure. Yeah. That that's. No, you look much that. better for fifty-two than I than I look for fifty-eight. I wish I could say it was all plastic surgery, but I tell you, it's. <laughs> I well, to... you got no, you got no lines and scars, um, and as you can see, I got more. I got no face. I only got his scars left. <laughs> All right, uh, but but I was mentioning the great bluesmen that we've got, and we're losing actually the men and women left and right. Uh, but fortunately, their music lives on forever. Fifty yeah. years from now, when we're both in blues heaven, well, at least you and well, I expect I, I expect fifty years from now, yeah, we'll both be. I figured that was safe. Yeah, I say that's safe. What real impression or trait about uh, you would you like uh, to leave on people that listen to your music? Well, it ain't about me, but. Uh, but I think there's, uh, I think I think I probably am, even though I'm not a great guitar player, I'm a I'm a unique enough guitar player so that people won't have any trouble telling me from anybody else. Uh, and as far as as far as doing the whole thing, you know, goes, uh, I've I've written songs that, well, that nobody else has written, mm -hmm. uh, and. Uh, you got like like on here. You got Blackwater, which I wrote the week of Katrina. No, oh, no nobody's going to do that. I, I wrote the very first, the very first musical response to 911 back in 2001. I wrote the song that, that one of the songs that appears on my album Big Shoes to Fill, called the Red, White, and Blues, and I wrote that on 91301. 
and I formed it the next week. Wow. So I wrote the very first as far as nobody's ever told me anybody wrote one on not on nine twelve oh one. I think you also can go on record saying be the only veteran that I'm the only I'm the only Vietnam veteran that actually made a record album mm -hmm. during the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. And of course it was the, the war was almost over, but uh, but I'm the only, uh, I, I started recording it in 1972, and had it done by 1973, so I'm the only Vietnam veteran that ever recorded a record album during the Vietnam War. That's super. Nobody ever actually chronicled the sawmill in music before, uh, but I, I worked at sawmills for, uh, at one particular sawmill for two stretches going on about seven years, mm -hmm. and, and my crew was South Boys. I'm in the worst shape of my life right now. But but we could put out some freaking lumber. Oh, yeah, cross size. Sure, sure. This 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 finger here has been busted twice. You know, I mentioned cross size on it. I really like the lyrics in that. It's one of those things where I didn't quite understand all the terminology, not knowing no. the business. But but it's one of those where you could almost set yourself back and see it happen right in front of you. Well, that's the, that's, that's the point. Yeah, that's the whole point. It was excellent. But I know you you already have your set list probably for tonight, but. Uh, I have a one of the things I do on the show is I do a funny bone blue show yeah. and I come up with some fun, you know, relatively humorous type of lyrics and one of them that I'd like to include at some point in time is Truck Driving Mama. Yeah. I think it's one of my exactly. favorite songs on the CD and I like the way that um, you, you caught somebody blowing the other guy's air horn. It's <laughs> real. Pretty, it's real. That's pretty cute. So that's Down in the pickle part. And, uh, down in the pickle part looking <laughs> for a lot lizard. There you go. That was pre actually pretty cute and I like the, the idea of them flashing their headlights. but. Um, well, I, have, you, have, you, have you ever had sex that way? Um, I have. Now, I'm not going to get myself in trouble here. No. I'm not
There you go. That was pre actually pretty cute, and I like the the idea of them flashing their headlights. But um, well, I, have you have you ever, have you ever had sex that way? Um, I have. Now I'm not going to get myself in trouble here. No, I'm not yeah, you don't have you don't have you don't have to include everything, but but, have, but it has happened. I have in a car that way. I have in a car. Yes. Yeah. And in a okay off the record. In a pickle park, it happened. That means a, that means a rest area. Okay. Okay, there's a new one on me. I haven't heard that before. Pick apart. Um, yeah. And anyway, we it, you can only visualize. Off the record, it happens. Yes. Yeah. That's that's so wild. so so what you know again about my lyrics. I just I write what actually is real. Mm -hmm. Now I didn't go down to Clarksdale and meet the devil, uh, as is on you know uh, watermelon swimming the workers. The song the Devil's Cadillac. Mm -hmm. But I. Uh, but I know what being yeah. forced by inner demons, if you will, to do what I'm doing is all about. Yeah, and, and truly, I mean, that is, you know, it, you can tell your lyrics are definitely... We was heading for the crossroads with a monkey on my back. Now, um, one of the things the blues genre has survived because it's constantly changing and adapting, and we've talked a little bit about that earlier, but it's now really hard to find blues in record stores. It's hard to find them in award show categories. It's hard to find them on TV and radio. Um, if your watermelon slum crystal ball is working, what does the blues scene look like in maybe 10 to 15 years? Well, um, to quote John Lennon, they've been going in and out of style, but they're guaranteed to raise a smile. Uh, if people are going to continue to play real music, then the blues are always going to be around. Now the difference between the blues and your rock and roll and, uh, and, and all too much of the country music I hear, and I do write country music, uh, is that the rock and the country are all too often written for a formula. Rap is completely written for a formula. Uh, disco is at least musically written to a formula. Uh, this is what producers think will sell the most records and make the most money. Mm -hmm. I don't give a bleep whether I make the most money out of what I do. And uh, oh, it, it aggravates some people that I don't. But, but I, can't, I can't change the way I am at this point. I'm, I'm never going to be truly visually in demand because I'm not young and good looking and I'm not an actor. I, do, I, I haven't made my career out of pretending to be something that I'm not. I am just lucky by this point in time that people are beginning to take me seriously after a lifetime of trying to be exactly what I am. 
uh, and, and at this point, uh, you know, I've done, I've done, I've worn a lot of hats. Uh, I've been a, I've been a trained writer. I've been a, I've been a, a grunt laborer, truck driver, criminal, uh, father, husband. Failed at most of them more than I succeeded. But, but I'm continuing to try and be what I am, rather than. Trying to try to jive people and, and 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 show them that I am something that I'm not. I don't know what I, I don't know what Eminem is. I don't even know what Bob, I don't even know what Bob Dylan is anymore. He's gone from so many pillars to so many posts. He really has. But one thing I do have to congratulate you on too, Slim, is you've got uh, even though you're you know like you said you're not you know you may not be visually in demand and all that, but you're truly obviously a blues man and, and there's no doubt about that. But you're nominated up for album of the year. BB King Entertainment of the Year, Band of the Year, Song of the Year, Traditional Blues Album of the Year, Traditional Blues Male Artist of the Year. Now, yeah. if something's not clicking, uh, you know, I think they they get where you're coming from, and I think you deliver the right message, and it's it, it's truly enjoyable uh, to hear what you put out. And I know that um, there's some greater things to come, and I'm glad to hear that you've got a whole repertoire of songs to. I've heard my I have been told recently that my music not not only works as all of that, but it even works as uh, background music. <laughs> I mean, when, when, it, when it comes to the point that, I, uh, that somebody actually hears uh, the Devil's Cadillac, for instance, in an elevator, <laughs> then that, that's going to be something. Mm -hmm. but, I, but I'll tell you what, I'm not going to get a big head about this. Nobody's mentioned me in Rolling Stone, and, uh, and, and I, I was only for one week, very briefly, ever on any billboard chart. I haven't done, I haven't crossed over into anything. Uh, I, I haven't even got my first country western album out yet, but I, I'll, be, I'll be doing that sometime in the next year. Uh, I've got, uh, uh, looking ahead, I'll be recording a, uh, a record with uh, Mississippi blues man Robert Belfour, Robert the gear shifter Belfour, another retired truck driver hmm. who's 77 or 78 years old, and, and it, you know he's he's the closest thing I've ever encountered to Mississippi Fred himself. Wow! And I'll be recording that record with him. I'll be bringing my wife on her havoc uh, down to play spoons. She's the best spoons player, and and has been on several of my records, mm -hmm. not on this okay. one, but uh, she's been on several of them. Okay. Uh, and then I'll be having having my band uh, helping me once in a while uh, on that record. I've got a, another record I'll be recording with my wife that, that'll probably be called something like the Stillhouse Boys because we did a, we, we, we had a duet, a country kind of acoustic, bluegrassy, bluesy kind of duet that we did for 20 years uh, whenever we found time and opportunity. Wow, that's uh, certainly looking forward to all that too. That's that's great. I think I read where you actually came up with a lot of your Well, yeah, the truck, the truck haulers on, on the record called Up Close and Personal, mm -hmm. uh, plus the, the song The Blue Freightliner, which you'll hear, hear tonight, and, and other stuff all came to me while I was Actually driving the trucks. That's great. Uh, I, I'd sing it, sing that stuff to myself, in order to be, in order to stay awake and uh, entertained. 
Well, it is a driving good, on the road. Yeah, it is a good thing, and obviously, it's paid off. And truck driving is referred to almost anywhere in there. There's a, there's a record. There's a song called "The Folding Money Blues" uh, on that uh, Watermelon Slim and the Workers record that's mm -hmm. up for all those nominations. Yeah. And it said, you know, it basi basically says, "I just want to talk to Frank Roosevelt while I'm rolling on down the line. Anything I do, it's got truck driving." Mm -hmm. It sure does. Because it's my uh, that's my most well. I've done that job more often than any other job that I've done. Right. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I mean, you did mention that you, it was a way that you entertain yourself while you're in the truck. But exactly. We're certainly glad you... you and or at Sawmill or any place else I worked, I could sing farm hollers. Well, you know, real honest-to-goodness field hollers that, it, that I would sing myself as I was pushing a push plow or, or hoeing around a watermelon hill or, or down a row of okras or whatever. Yeah, the um, and, and that is one thing that I guess as they entertained you, it's it's really been one of those that where we we've really reaped the benefits because now you get to entertain us with all those different songs, and that's that's really a great thing. And even though at, at times you probably never had an, any idea that you'd be singing those songs in front of people now, but I, uh, I I always had some kind of an idea, but because because of business and economics, I never expect. I, I, I never today expect mm -hmm. to, to do anything. I don't want to keep you late. We've got a couple, just a couple more minutes before yeah, I go on. Go on. You have more questions. Well, I just wanted to say, I, I guess you mentioned about the field hauler, the field hauler type of thing. Is that yeah. something where you can give a sample of for yeah. a few seconds? Of yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, you want it in the sawmill or you want it in the truck? Uh, how about a truck? Cause I, the, All right. You've got, the, you've got the sawmill. Mm -hmm. Mm Road we're on, 
You gotta go at your own speed But you'll never make your destination If you get saturated, girl, and it's guaranteed There's an accident waiting to happen A price to pay Better pull over, baby, instead of drinking and driving me away up show number 27 on the blues in the blood podcast i'd like to thank uh, bill homans also known as watermelon slim for allowing me to interview him hope you uh, got a chance to know him a little bit better and and of course uh hear his uh music off of his brand new the Wheelman cd for northern blues music um i want to thank uh northern blues music and of course uh, fred litwin the uh, president of northern blues also michael McClune from uh, crow's feet productions for allowing me to uh, work out the details and get in that interview. And, uh, of course, if you would, uh, now that you've heard their music, go out and uh, please see them live if they ever come into your town. They put on one hell of a show. And uh, go to watermelonslim.com and buy some of his music. Uh, that's the best way to, you can do to support uh, a great bluesman and his band. So uh, until next time, uh, this is Dave Harrison reminding you to keep the blues alive. And keep the blues in the blood. I've been to hell and back, and I'm still looking good. I found the fountain of youth, baby.